Hello there! Welcome to the world of Pokemon! My name is Brayden. My name is Will. And this is a podcast called Beyond the Ball, where we endeavor to read the entire in-game Pokedex from the Pokemon series of video games, one Pokemon at a time. Welcome back, uh, everyone. I'm joined uh, today by Callie again once more. Hello! Hi! And uh, an upset cat. Um, we'll, we'll... <laughs> I, I tried to do it in between his meows, so that way you can just cut out. No, nope. I've acknowledged it, so it's not getting cut now. Yeah, okay. no, he's on the podcast now. Welcome, Welcome to the show. Welcome to the podcast, Belly, the cat. Belly boy. Kelly's Cal- here again, of course, because uh, we're, we're not done with Bulbasaur yet. Bulbasaur is, is onto its its final um, and, and biggest form, um, sort of, uh, known as mm. Venusaur. Woo! <laughs> Yay. We love Venusaur. The big frog has landed. Uh, it's here. It's great. It really does look like a frog. I feel like I never used to think of it that way, but its body shape is very much a frog. Totally. But also, it's got those yeah. big old pointy teeth, so yeah, that's not very froggy. Well, some frogs do have teeth. Not a lot, but like bullfrogs do have teeth. Really? Scary. Yeah, I think it's not like, you know, teeth like we normally think of teeth, but they have like a tooth or something. Um, I'm I'm 99% sure that's a thing. Just Googling frog tooth real quick. Frog tooth. Yeah, exactly. Venusaur is up to uh, six six teeth now. We we went from two on on Bulbasaur. Or did Bulbasaur even have two? Uh, Bulbasaur had two. Bulbasaur had little fangies, I think. Did mm-hmm. Venusaur, Ivysaur just have the two as well? They, yeah, they, they, yes. they were just a little sharper looking. Uh, well, I don't know. We didn't really see their mouth open in any of them. Because, like, in, in this, true. Venusaur looks like it only has two until it opens its mouth. And then we see more teeth. No, there's but... an open picture there. It, What's it there? Looks like, it looks like it's just the two, yeah. Oh, okay, um, okay. Just, just the one. Anyway, um, aside from the teeth, uh, we're, we're just imagine, like, a huge frog. Let's, let's see. Venusaur number three, grass poison type still. Also, still the seed Pokemon. Height six foot seven inches, and two hundred and twenty point five pounds on average. So this is a, a hefty I'm lad. I'm assuming the height is like the height of the flower, right? Like not the height of the. I well, guess. From, from toe to, to from toe to flower. Yeah, that's my, yeah, my guess. I think so. Not like that's length. pretty big. That, that is pretty big. big. I mean, the flower is pretty tall, dude. <clears throat> I'm just saying, yeah. as compared to like Ivysaur. I, yeah, I, I think there's been a really significant growth spurt. On Ivysaur was three foot three inches. See, so I feel like probably the critter itself is like around three feet, and then the flower is like three feet tall because it's got a hefty. St- it's basically a tree. Like, yeah, like I, I could see Ivysaur growing like its body a, a foot bit, and a half, yeah. and then the tree growing a foot and a half as well. Right, and it does exactly. look like yeah, it gets wider and heavier. It's a lot heavier. Right, it's, it uh, is a lot almost, heavier. Almost 200 pounds heavier. Um, mm-hmm. Venusaur is both taller and heavier than I am, which is yeah. a pretty significant benchmark in the world of Pokemon, I think. Yeah. At least <laughs> that's, just, <laughs> that's just for me, I guess. Sure, sure. Because <laughs> that's how I'm comparing all of the different Pokemon types. Anyway. Yes, yeah, um, do it. That's a big boy. Yeah. Um, the mouth is even wider. The eyes look... Like, it's got actual, like more defined eyelids on it that that yeah. look you know yeah because it's got that like sleepy look now yeah um the, the ears are a little more more pointed and 
and you can see like a, a red in them. Uh, mm -hmm. The it's got like warts now, or like little bumps on its skin. Yeah, um, that didn't before. Um, it doesn't have the little like. Um, I feel like Ivysaur and Venus Venusaur had, or I'm sorry, Ivysaur and Bulbasaur had the little. Um, like speckles that we were talking about. Yes, the speckles have become bumps, I guess, yeah. Interesting. Uh, and uh, I guess most notably, uh, the, the flower has bloomed. Um, it's still got those kind of like palm tree leaves, and it's got like a palm tree trunk as the stem yeah. of the flower, which again looks like the the Rafflesia arnoldi, which we talked about last, uh, last episode, which is the, uh, similar to like the corpse flower or the... Uh, I think it was called like stinking corpse lily um yes as well the, the steak so flower yeah uh that it smells like uh rotting flesh apparently uh but that's according to that flower who knows what venus right. i don't know what flower venus smells like. like we know well uh, they did say it was sweet last time so. yeah when it was sore. about to bloom yeah mm. it's uh if the bud on its back starts to smell sweet is evidence that the large flower will soon bloom so i would assume it smells sweet as well um because it'd be a bummer if your uh, your dear friend and companion Venusaur uh, smelled like a rotting corpse. Uh, yeah, that would be unfortunate. But you yeah. know, you got to accept people for who they are, and also That's Pokemon. True. Yeah, um, poisons come from somewhere. Uh, what do we think, though? It's uh, yeah, I like I like I like the frogishness. I think is most on display in this. Yeah. Um, yeah. This evolution. Like, very much the vibes of like a large toad. Yeah. Um, what did I see on the? But it also reminds page. me of like a bulldog. Yeah, definitely. White um, face. Yeah. Flattened like low to the ground, powerful. The ground. Yeah, probably very low center of gravity. A little bit grumpy, a little bit sleepy looking. Yeah. Um, so there was uh, on. Bulbapedia, they, they, they talked about an interview with Ken Sugimori. It says, uh, in a Japanese interview that was discussing the Pokemon franchise in general, Venusaur was inspired by frogs, uh, he said. When asked to describe the basis of the design behind the Bulbasaur evolutionary line, Sugimori had stated that it was, quote, a creature that is something like a frog. In another interview, Sugimori described the origin and the basic themes of the original starter Pokemon, uh, quote, the experience of keeping small animals such as frogs, Bulbasaur, lizards, Charmander, and baby turtles, Squirtle, as pets gives the game a sense of reality and makes it easier to get into the game. <laughs> I realized it might be difficult to make an emotional connection if the first partner Pokemon is a tough-looking character. Oh, so, interesting. I like the the kind of ethos of, of having kind of a cute and more friendly Pokemon as like your your first choice starters um, to bond with. Yeah, I think that was that's a smart play. Um, I think I'd, so. Yeah, I would not be interested <laughs> if it was just like tough battle boy. I would be like, eh, okay. Yeah. Jump. Yeah. yeah, like my appeal with this entire franchise is that they're little cute animals, and I want them to be my friends. So yeah, exactly. <laughs> um. And Venusaur uh, is, is, I think it's, you know, not as cute and friendly looking as, like, Bulbasaur and Ivysaur, but I think it still does have a lot of that charm. It's um, got, I mean, it's like you were saying, it reminds you of a bulldog. Like, mm. there there is a certain sort of cuteness that is not necessarily the conventional cuteness, but it's still mm -hmm. there for me, for sure. Yeah, um, yeah. 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 
I like Venusaur a lot. It's it's very cool. I th- yeah, I'll, I think all the the you know main starters are really good. Yeah. Um, like I, I think they they went in some. They're all like good, but in different ways. Like you know, Charizard is just like you know, a badass dragon with a tail on fire, and you know we got Blastoise with cannons Super coming out cannons. of its shell for some, uh, and then we got Venus, which is like this huge frog with a gigantic flower on its back. It's just yeah, I think they, I think they all work really well. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway, what does uh, what does Venusaur mean? Is this is this uh, is this frog from another planet? Will? <laughs> <laughs> well, we've had Soar as a part of the name, obviously, the entire time. So they're still just invoking lizard there, um, or dinosaur. Uh, the Venus thing we're thinking is either a reference to a Venus flytrap, or it's just venom, like Venus ven venom poison, um, which is like yeah. Maybe. I mean, it is a poison type. This is yeah. true. And the flower doesn't look like a Venus flytrap. I guess we no. haven't read the entries yet, so I don't know what other no. similarities there might be. But um, like a Venus flytrap, it looks like uh, a corpse flower, which attracts flies and, and beetles. That's um, true. Typically for pollination on the on the corpse flower, but, you know, similar, similarly, both, both want bugs. Um, so... I, I could see Venus flytrap working, and maybe Venom is just you know happy circumstance that it also sounds like that, that. it aligns. Mm. Yeah, um, or maybe it's because it looks like it's from Venus, like you were saying. Yeah, also <laughs> yeah. a possibility. This is what the frogs on Venus look like. You heard it here first. <laughs> um, yeah, Venusaur. That's our English it's, name. Mm-hmm. Our Japanese name mm-hmm. is. Fuji, um, excuse me, <clears throat> Fushigibana. Fushigibana. Probably you pronounce the A's less than that. It's probably more like Fushigibana. Yeah, um, sounds, sounds great. Sure. So Fushigi, again, is one that they have been using consistently for the last couple of evolutions. Um, mm-hmm. To be strange or mysterious, I know, because I remember we talked about contact jugglers. Um, yes. <laughs> and then they're also using Hana, which means flower. So strange or mysterious flower. Um, yeah. They which, say it's a yeah. pun on Fushigi Nahana, which is a pun on strange flower. But I don't really see what the pun is there. But maybe <laughs> I, I don't speak Japanese. So yeah, I, we we might be missing something there. But um, yeah. In any case, still still strange or mysterious. At least they're not calling it bizarre or <laughs> mm-hmm. whatever. Well, we'll we'll get to that. We'll get to that. <laughs> um. The German name is Bisaflor, mm-hmm. which from B for two, Sarie from dinosaur or lizard, and Flora or Flor for flower, Latin for flower. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it was, was Bisasam, which was salmon for seed, and then Bisa Knops, Knosp, uh, which had Knosp for bulb, and now we're, we're on Flora for flower. Seed, bulb, mm-hmm. flower. Makes sense. That tracks. Mm-hmm. Makes more sense than bulb ivy Venus. Yeah, <laughs> that progression um, does not make as much sense. Not as, as much, the but they. One. But you know, I, f- I feel like the English names try to prioritize, like, how cool it sounds. Or, like, <laughs> which, sometimes I mean, you know, which might be the case in the other languages as well, and we just don't know what sounds cool in other. You know what I mean? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I think I think piece of floor sounds sounds fine. Um, 
I think the the French name sounds even better there. <laughs> the French name is Florizar, which is a combo of uh, flor, flora, and uh, bizarre. So it's bizarre flora. It sure is. It uh, sure is. They yeah, bizarre was just sort of their uh, keystone word for the entire yeah. evolution chain. Bulbizar, uh, Herbizar, and Florizar. You know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they do look bizarre. Which I it's like. It's true. It. It's a fun. It's, I think bizarre is a fun word, um, and working it into a, a Pokemon name is is cool. Yeah, that's true. Uh, it, I, that has all, made they, each of those names pretty charming to me. They've also kind of, uh, you know, took their shot though, and they, I feel like they can't use bizarre in, in future names. So, like, <laughs> so hard on this on was Venus the one. Line. It's like this is the first Pokemon. No more bizarre Pokemon after this. Yeah, this was okay. So they this is. I guess Bulbasaur is Pokemon, Pokemon number one, and we know that they designed Bulbasaur working backwards from Venusaur. Is Venusaur one of the first Pokemon ever designed? Maybe? No, they they this entire chain was worked backward from Ivysaur from that beta art. Ivysaur was just its own Pokemon without That's evolution right. at the start because okay, evolution okay. wasn't mm-hmm. a thing back then. I think Rhydon was officially like the first, the first designed one ever designed. That sounds right. To yeah, me. but um, interesting. Bulbasaur got number one in the Pokédex because. Because it's the cutest. And it's the cutest. That's why. <laughs> um, what else we got? The Korean name for Venusaur is Isangekot. From Isangata to be strange or abnormal, and Kot, flower. Yeah. It's a so strange like with, flower. With every other language except English, um, just kind of the same, but changing one one word. You know, like seed to grass to, mm-hmm. to flower. Okay, so similarly, uh, the, the Chinese names kind of just the same as they have been, but changing that that one word at the end there. Mm-hmm. Yes, so the Cantonese is uh, Miwafa from Kemu for wonderful, Wa for frog, and Fa for flower. Wonderful frog flower. Love it. Agreed. Still wonderful. Mm-hmm. Yes, it is. It is indeed wonderful. And similarly, the Mandarin is Miwahua. I imagine these are probably very similarly pronounced, and they're just spelled differently. Yeah. And uh, anyway, uh, from Kimiao for wonderful, Hua for frog, and Hua for flower. Yeah, wonderful frog flower, uh, bizarre, yes. uh, uh, too um, strange. Uh, Venus flytrap. But Love like, it. I have to wonder what makes it like. Are there real an- like regular our world animals in the Pokemon universe? They are referenced often, but rarely shown. Um, yes. I think some of the early episodes of the anime, like they were eating fish at one point. And it's like, oh, that just looks like a normal fish they're eating. Um, and I think but, sometimes there are normal birds. Yeah, sometimes it sounds like. But huh. And also not, there is the notorious Indian elephant uh, Pokedex. Oh, entry. that's right. Yeah. But, all, that. but all these references are made a lot earlier in the franchise's history. Yes. So I think hmm. they typically shy away from from normal animal acknowledging normal animals and stuff because uh, i just wonder like you know if there are normal animals then yes this would be a strange strange animal but mm-hmm. if there's not normal animals then what makes this so strange you know yeah it's like <laughs> whoa it's like a it's like a planet and an animal it's like okay um so is a lot of grass types that's yeah. a ghost like yeah, yeah exactly, exactly right <laughs> it's uh yeah um, Have you met you know, Mr. I, Mime? Do you want to talk yeah. about how he's strange oh and bizarre? 
He's uh, the most terrifying yeah. for sure. No good. Um, I'm I'm sticking to my original theory that since this is number one of the Pokédex, it's one of the first they encountered. Mm, so they so they're like, oh, weird. weird. Before, like, yeah. But I don't know. Pokemon have been around forever. And uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. It's hard, hard to track their, their history, really. Yeah. Um, although although Pokemon helps us with that a little. Yeah, Legends yeah. Arceus has, has been a, a such a welcome addition to, like, just the lore in general yeah. of, of, of the whole series. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no Bulbasaur's in that game, unfortunately. That would have been amazing if I could have, like, a big Venusaur in that game. Oh, my, God. Oh my um, gosh, yeah. Torterra okay. is the closest you're going to get, Torterra's probably. good. I do love Torterra, too. It's pretty cool. Um, I just love those plant babies. Although I anyway. didn't take the owl. owl oh, yeah. Rowlet. Rowlet. I love Rowlet, but um, Cyndaquil's too cute. Yeah. And um, Oshawott. I like Oshawott, too. Oshawott's Anyways. very good. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> See, this is what happens when you when you talk about Pokemon. You just uh, often... Talk about all your favorite Pokemon. Yeah. Frequently reminded about how, how cute and awesome all of them are. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, anyway, we... on the podcast about how I caught a Swinub on Arceus and my life is complete. Yeah, Probably you beat not. the game, right? You got you got, you got Swinub. Yeah, I, I, I caught Swinub <laughs> and immediately credits rolled. Weird. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> I caught an alpha one and it's like as big as I am and it makes me I love the alpha ones it's so good they crack me up I have a giant (laughs) uh, tangrowth and it kills me every time I bring them out it's like 12 feet tall it's so big it's so big (laughs) it's insane I love it that's great Uh, so Venusaur Bulbasaur it, it it grew um, it had a had a bulb that grew on its back, and it grew as as well. And then Ivysaur did some growing too. Um, that seemed to be pretty much all they did. Um, it the, the flower kind of smelled s- sweet before before blooming. Mm-hmm. Um, but they laid in the sun and grew. Yeah, That's yeah about pretty it. pretty chill um, in terms of entries. So let's let's see where where Venusaur takes us. Um, yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, here we go. Red and blue entry says. The plant blooms when it is absorbing solar energy. It stays on the move to seek sunlight. Hmm. Okay. Here we yeah. actually have some uh, behavioral information, which is nice. Yeah. Although I'm curious, how much how much do you need to move to, to seek sunlight? Is it like chasing the sun throughout the day? Like I don't know. I feel like, I mean... Hmm, that's a good question. Because like, obviously it can't get... stay in the sun all the time. You know, yeah, like, I mean, it can... night. It can move more than an actual flower can. So right. Well, but it it's seems gonna... like it would be not that hard to just stand in a clearing and then not have to stay on the move anymore. Yeah, right. yeah. The, the phrasing of it stays on the move. Like, it, this is a constant struggle. Like, well, who is it competing with for sunlight? Like, Right. Well, I don't know. Maybe it just kind of depends on its environment. Like, maybe, you know, if it's in, like, a jungle-type environment, canopies are huge and and cause a lot of shadows right you would have to keep moving to find the areas that do have sunlight if you're in like a heavily forested area but if you're not in a heavily forested area then obviously it would be be a lot easier but it just kind of depends yeah like uh in in the anime there's a couple episodes where where, like a bunch of Bulbasaur and are gathered to evolve and it's always very open clearings Mm. with big access to to sunlight so yeah yeah but maybe that's not where they spend most of their time Right. Yeah, maybe it's like a migratory thing mm-hmm. um, when they're when they're ready to evolve and, and absorb that solar energy. Yeah. Um, and I assume they. It, 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 I mean, it could be that what they're saying is basically just like it will like 
constantly it'll 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 get as much sunlight out of a day as it can you know what i mean yeah, yeah. like if mm-hmm. shade comes over it it'll immediately move to where there is sunlight it's right it's absorbing solar energy at every opportunity mm-hmm. yeah oh, what i find strange is that it says the plant blooms when it's yeah. absorbing solar energy that makes me wonder if the plant is closed like at right. night or, and stuff. or is this entry just indicating when it when ivysaur evolves into venusaur um right or does it actually close up? Um, yeah. Because we I did, certainly um, don't have any images of that. Yeah. Actually, we do. If you look at oh, the, that the, that bottom, the bottom right, you'll see what looks like a Bulbasaur. Yeah. It's actually a Venusaur. Interesting. What? So that's, a, that's an image from the manga. Um, I'll, I'll try to uh, post it in the, in the show notes. But it's got the, the huh. Venusaur, the, the, the trademark Venusaur smirk. Uh, but it's yeah, like flower true. petals are and all. it's got the eyelids and stuff. Like it looks it's like it even would have to be the leaves that closed up around it because, like, there's no leaves coming out of the sides. Yeah, um, there's a lot to just to, to scrunch into that hmm. to that flower. Um, but you know, that's that's the beauty of of um, drawing. You can just you, <laughs> you can just, just draw it. whatever you the want. Th- yeah, I mean, the yeah. thing is, there's an entire like the stem of the flower looks like a tree trunk. You know? Yeah. <laughs> like that seems like a lot to pack back up into a bowl. Yeah. Well, maybe, but, yeah. You know, Although, hmm. flowers do that, though. They. I was going to say, yeah, there are some flowers that do, like morning glories, which are a type of ivy. When we looked up ivies for ivysaur, oh. they close up during, like, the. they're actually kind of the opposite. They don't want too much sun. So I think, like, during the day they close up and then they're, they bloom more at, like, night or, like, dawn and dusk kind of thing. Yeah. Um. So maybe it is that kind of a situation. They do, like, close up like that. Yeah, I guess... I mean, they don't close their leaves up too, but still. Yeah, I guess we just only ever see them with with the with the bloom, flower and bloom. But you know, yeah, flowers flowers are, are, are versatile creatures. They can they can close up if they want, and I guess Venusaur can too. That yeah. is, yeah. I mean, that's how I read that. I don't know how else to take that. So I guess it's just almost always absorbing solar energy, right? You know, yeah, it can. So, so it's ideal state. You see it sleeping at or at, at night, maybe, but I guess yeah. we haven't seen it. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Um, okay. but okay, yeah, it's uh, it's it absorbs that solar energy and it and it's all, often looking for it. Um, but yes. moving around. Um, what else we got? All right, for yellow, we have the flower on its back catches the sun's rays. The sunlight is then absorbed and used for energy. Okay, so no new information there. Yep, that's uh, that's what plants do. <laughs> yeah, that's how it works. I guess it's uh, new to Venusaur. We knew already that the previous evolutions, <clears throat> excuse me, were photosynthesizing. Um, but yeah, not, not a big surprise here. Actually, yeah. I will say typically the flowers don't absorb the sunlight, you know, typically oh, in a plant, this, it's yeah. the chlorophyll, it's the leaves mm. that are absorbing sunlight and then the flowers just there to attract pollinators. Yeah. Maybe, maybe they just, uh, weren't being specific, but yeah, they yeah, were including the leaves. Uh, yeah, is what they meant. It's all this is meant for children. We're just generalizing here. We don't need fair. to get It's been well established <laughs> that the... Pokedex writers are not familiar with the mechanics of flowers mm. um, and yes, pollinators. That is, will yeah. will will never forget this for for all of us. Yes, um, I'm holding yes. on to this for all time. They say that honey comes out of flowers. Oh, yeah. They don't know what they're talking about. That's so. nonsense. Uh, but um, at any rate, whether it's the flower itself or or, or just the leaves. Um, it uh, catches that, catches those rays, and yeah. uh, absorbs them and uses them for energy, just like uh, just like anyone else, I suppose. 
Just um, like any other flower. Yeah. But uh, I, I, I promise not not all the entries will, will just be this. <laughs> <laughs> Fingers crossed. <laughs> let's, uh, let's press on. All right. So Gold yeah. says, by spreading the broad petals of its flower and catching the sun's rays, it fills its body with power. Okay. So they're, they're being a little more specific, although still it's like... Yeah, it's the it's same the, basic concept. The, the petals that are catching yeah. the sun's rays. Yeah. It's, it's interesting. The same I mean, entry, who are we to say? Evocative. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who are we to say how uh, plants work in the Pokemon world? Also, like it could yeah. be totally normal for the petals to be absorbing yeah. sunlight. Or that yeah, could maybe... be part of why they're telling us this. They're like, listen, I know it's weird, but it's the petals. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> maybe you know the the rays from the sun in the Pokemon universe are like what give them like the 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 power particle that lets them shoot beams and stuff. You know, right? Like yeah. Superman. Like Will was talking <laughs> yeah. About. And maybe those those same rays uh, make honey come out of flowers. Mm. Mm. <laughs> I, like, I, I uh, had you for a second, then I lost. You it. don't know, Will. It could be. It's like a, um, yeah. It's like the you know Superman. If he's under the right sun, then he's got all kinds of powers. You know, right? These right. plants can absorb the power of this sun, and this sun has got. All right, here we it's go. It's got different types of radiation going on. So. I have I've posited in the past a theory as to the origin of Pokemon. And mm. their like ability to produce water and electricity and fire and such, um, yeah. and that's that it's a uh, symbiotic relationship with microscopic organisms in their blood. Yes, that's that's oh, what I was yeah, trying like, to get like, at. Like, I, thought, Jedis, I thought that maybe like right? this, yeah, midichlorians. Maybe mm-hmm. I was Correct. thinking that the, the sun produced these somehow. Well, see, now I'm trying to radiation. I'm trying to uh, to create a broader theory, or perhaps mm-hmm. a separate theory, which is that mm-hmm. actually it's a Superman type situation. Where the radiation well, of this particular sun is different from ours and has properties uh, that let creatures that absorb its power get all kinds of wild abilities. Yeah, I mean, and, it could be a combination, right? It could be like they have this special thing in their blood or whatever, and maybe it's dormant, and then they're exposed mm-hmm. to this type of radiation, and it activates that within them and gives them those powers. Yeah. Or like, It also lets them uh, get really small and go into a ball. <laughs> <laughs> That's one of the powers that they get. <laughs> Maybe the bacteria or whatever microscopic organism is able to use, is able to unlock the radiation of this particular sun. And right, sort of yeah. Use it to synthesize okay. all kinds of unbelievable powers, and all these Pokemon have There's formed. There's a siren. <laughs> Symbiotic. Yeah, no, the, the Pokemon police are onto your theory. Yeah, <laughs> this is not allowed. This is, this is heresy. Yeah, well, no, I mean, it's like we need, um, it's like vitamin D, right? We we need to absorb sunlight to properly synthesize vitamin D, correct? To be able to process right. it. You create right. This is vit- yeah, right. vitamin P. To synthesize it, yes. Vitamin P for power? <laughs> for Pokemon, but yeah. Oh, for Pokemon, yeah. <laughs> vitamin, uh, yeah, it's like the um, the uh, little, the PP, the, yeah. the points that power you use. Power points or whatever. Yeah, yeah, power points are, are they they're all around us. They they permeate mm-hmm. us. Like the force. <laughs> like the force. They are yes. in connection with all living things. We just have to channel yeah. it. Yeah. Um also Arceus is God, um, and who knows how that plays into any of these theories. Yeah, <laughs> so, that's, that's true. true. But maybe, maybe who yeah. <laughs> um, we'll get into that when we talk about Arceus. I was trying to be like, what came first, the particle or the Arceus? Is like, I mm. it's one like, the same. It's like the God particle. Yeah, yeah. the Arceus particle. Mm-hmm. Vitamin. The Higgs um, boson. The Higgs Arceus. Yes. Arceus. 
I okay. What's um, <laughs> our next entry? We're, we're getting. We're Remember earlier we when got, we, we were got, like, no, no getting sidetracked, no rabbit holes. <laughs> Whoops. No, Impossible. We, we had got, got into some deep, deep theory crafting though, so that's that's good. That's my favorite. Um, uh, all right, but silver. Silver says. It is able to convert sunlight into energy. As a result, it is more powerful in the summertime. Hmm. Hey, me too. <laughs> <laughs> you well, ever yeah. heard of something called uh, seasonal uh, anxiety disorder? Seasonal. Yeah, dude. Effective. 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 You know. Or something like that. Sad. It's I just sad. call it sad. It's sad. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it's effective. Um, seasonal effective yeah. disorder. Yeah. But I mean, yeah. In, uh, am I allowed to say what region of the country you live in? Yeah, I think I think they know we're, okay. on, we're on the west coast. Yeah, so uh, I mean specifically, you know, northern Pacific Northwest, very rainy. Yeah, yeah. Although so. Braden lives in Forks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What is so that? Nobody know what knows. That is. That's Twin Twilight. Peaks or something. Twilight. No, that's Twilight. <laughs> no, Twin Peaks is in Twin Peaks. <laughs> that's oh. the name of the town. <laughs> um, Although it Robert is. Robert Pattinson is Batman. That's true. We were gonna go uh, we haven't seen, it see yet. that movie last night, but then we and didn't then we were like, because hmm, we were like, we might be COVID. We might have we COVID. <laughs> no, probably not the best time to go see a movie. Yeah. yeah. Um, anyway, uh, Venusaur. More Venusaur loves the sunlight. It's sub- like, of course, it's gonna be more powerful than sometime. It's always seeking out sunlight, and yeah, sunlight it's a gives it power. All um, plants like summer. Yeah. Mm. So yeah, not not a lot of new uh, info here. I yeah. But um, still, still yeah. good. good. I wonder stuff. how it's weakened in the winter, you know? Yeah, does, yeah, does it, it just like keep hibernate? Or, up? Oh. Yeah. I know yeah. grass is weak to ice. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Right? Okay, that makes sense. So something, mm-hmm. something, something going on there. Yeah, because it gets um, a little f- a frost, the first frost, right? Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, I can I can keep reading if you want me to. Yeah, so let's let's keep going. Okay. Crystal says, As it warms itself and absorbs the sunlight, its flower petals release a pleasant fragrance. Oh. So okay. not a corpse fragrance. Yeah, what a relief. Yes, it does not smell like a rotting corpse. <laughs> well, yes. you know what? Maybe it's because, like, it's not trying to attract flies and stuff, but it does want to be around... Well, does it want to be around humans? Hmm. I think a lot of Pokemon seem to want to be around humans, but... Okay. Some of them definitely don't. I don't know. It's mm-hmm. kind of... Because, yeah, I mean, smelling like a corpse would definitely be a deterrent for us. Yeah. Yeah. want to be around it, but it smells nice. It could be great. It could be trying to attract any number of things. Yeah. I it suppose, is, like... I will say, they might actually need pollinators because, as we have That's talked true. about, they do need to plant the seed onto their young. Right. You know what I mean? And that yeah. so that seed might need to be uh, you know, poll- although actually if the plant is on the back of a living thing, each- they can do all the pollinating themselves. Right. They can just rub up against each other. Right. <laughs> Gross. In the process of fertilizing <laughs> the egg, wink wink, they might also fertilize the seed. Right. Yeah. Um so maybe it do just it smells nice to smell nice. Yeah. Maybe yeah. it just likes smelling good. Who doesn't? Yeah. Or it yeah. could be like a, you know, dogs, cats, they have a distinct smell for each of them. It could be a mm. sort of like a territorial thing. Mm. And it just so yeah. happens that their smell is good. Or even for attracting other mates. Yeah. Like other Bulbasaur or other Venusaurs. It might be like, hey, I smell good, don't I? Can I get a Venusaur that smells like popcorn? 
Ooh, maybe. I wonder if they, yeah, because it just says pleasant. It doesn't specify what type of fragrance. So maybe yeah. they all have like, <laughs> maybe it's like in. Um, is it sweet or savory? In Harry Potter, where they smell, what is it that they smell? The Felix Felicis, and it smells like their favorite thing or something? Yeah. Or was it the love potion one? It was That's the love the potion. Because it yeah. smells like fresh cut grass and, and books, books and something else that she gets embarrassed about that's presumably like the burrow or something. Maybe it just smells pleasant to whoever's smelling it. Maybe it smells different to everyone. Yeah. Um, For Braden, no, so it I smells guess... like fresh popcorn. Yeah. Yeah. Probably not how <laughs> Venus or flower works. It's probably got a more something more distinct, but mm. yeah, maybe they, they're they're unique. I disagree. I've decided that uh, it okay. smells like whatever. It's smells Felix Felicis flower. It's luck potion. It's not flower. even Felix Felicis though. Love it was potion the love flower. potion. <laughs> <laughs> um, but this is not a Harry Potter podcast. So no, thank and God. it never Can't will keep be. Keep talking about it. <laughs> um, uh, should we move on to Ruby and Sapphire? Sure. Okay. Um, yeah. Yeah? All right. Ruby and Sapphire says, There is a large flower on Venusaur's back. <laughs> what? The flower is said to take on vivid colors if it gets plenty of nutrition and sunlight. The flower's aroma soothes the emotions of people. Mm, see, to me, that backs up what we were just, mm. what I just decided. <laughs> that kind of does. Okay, real quick, though. Um, mm -hmm. Continuing the trend from of Ruby and Sapphire... Uh, mm -hmm. Bulbasaur, uh, there is a seed on its back. Oh, yeah. Ivysaur. They did it uh, every time. Really? Let's say, uh, there's a butt on this Pokemon's back in Ruby and Sapphire. And oh now Ruby gosh. and Sapphire for Venusaur, there was a large, large flower on they, Venusaur's back. They really <laughs> stuck to like, that. Like, hey, I don't know if you noticed. They're like, look, in this flower. picture, you might not be able to tell, but the flower is not behind Venusaur. It's on its back. It's growing out of its back. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Ruby and Sapphire. Thank you. <laughs> mm -hmm. I would love but, to see some different colors of flower. I guess we've got some variation in some of the images here. Um, I mean, but it's mostly like pink or red and orange. Right. Those are pretty much the only two options that I am seeing yeah. is like a reddish think, orange or a pink. I think even shiny Venusaur looks pretty similar. Really? What a bummer. Um, That's like such a good opportunity. No, it's I guess it's more yellow. It's a yellow flower with, with white spots. Um, okay. On, Still, on we could have gone more bold with that, I think. Yeah. I wonder what a... I mean, I don't want to see a malnourished Venusaur because that would make me sad. But oh, I yeah. wonder what the what the difference is in terms of the flower colors, you know? Yeah. yeah. If they're less you know, vivid like... or more vivid. It, there's like there's been a couple Pokemon I think that had like flowers that um, they'll describe the colors will be different in certain situations and it's, mm. it always frustrates me because they can never actually show that in the game because right. they always have to have a set palette of like right. colors on that it's like ah but you would think in the like anime me. or something they would do that yeah well I guess even then you're it's kind of probably just working from a set character design. Yeah, too. but like all you have to do is like have one that's a different color. You know, that wouldn't be yeah. that hard. Be like, well, oh, I have the have shiny story ones here of like, there. oh, this one's sick. We have to take. I wonder care. also mm. if there are like rules about how you're like you got to portray them the way they appear in the game. You know what I mean? Mm, like, yeah. Although they certainly that. don't seem that. to have been constrained by rules that much in the early seasons of the anime. Yeah. There's definitely a, um, a gun. Yeah. What? Uh, multiple guns. <laughs> Yeah, no, the the uh, no no rules in the in the early stuff. It was wild. No rules, just uh, right. Yeah, um, 
The, the flower's aroma soothes the emotions of people, though. That's yeah. interesting. See, that is evidence backing up my claim of it smelling like whatever smells good to you. Yeah. Can we get, like, a team of, of Pokemon that soothe people? We got, we got like, Sylveon, mm. Venusaur, and what was it Woobat or Swoobat? Yeah. There was well, people. and you could use, like, uh, Alakazam or someone, right? Like, to, or, like, Hip, Hypnos? No, that dude will kidnap your kids. People. You don't trust that oh, okay. guy. But he's going to put you to sleep. Mm, Jigglypuff. Yeah. Oh, Jigglypuff. Uh, that's probably yeah. better. Jigglypuff better will put you to sleep and Hypno. will not steal your yeah, children. Not creepy. And I, yeah, yeah I feel comfortable well, having Jigglypuff in my house. Although I, it might essentially be like being narcoleptic because Jigglypuff might just start singing <laughs> at any moment and you'd be like, no. Um, <laughs> it might draw on your face too, but it won't be kidnapping the neighbor's kids. Yeah. Oh, I hate that. Uh, Don't draw on people's faces while they're no. sleeping. General <laughs> I PSA. I hate it when my neighbor's kids get kidnapped. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, it's that like too. sort I like of my, my neighbor's fault. kids. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> uh, but, but yeah, we definitely have like a collection of Pokemon that are effective emotional soothers. It definitely was one of the Woobat Swoobat ones that it was like their pheromones mm-hmm. will calm you down. I feel like there was another one that we're forgetting about yeah, that was like Sylveon. I mentioned Sylveon, uh, yeah. That we were like, this is just like Pokemon. This is a living antidepressant, you know. <laughs> what yeah. about the one that carries an egg that's always with the healing lady? Chansey, yeah, Chansey is that one? Or Blissey? Uh, they probably have something like that. We haven't talked about them yet, though. They tend no. to just uh, work in uh, the medical field. <laughs> yeah, they're in healthcare. They're calm. They're healthcare probably, workers. Right? Yeah, they're nurses. Um, yeah, it's a it's a it's a soothing presence for sure. Well, and similarly, like I think sometimes in hospitals, sometimes in like they used to do it at the library during finals week at, in college. They would bring like therapy dogs, or like mm-hmm. I know that's a thing in like when sometimes when people have to testify or that sort of thing. Oh my god, yeah, they have it for um, all kinds of stuff. Yeah. yeah, so there could be very very effective versions of that in the Pokemon world. You could have a whole team of therapy Pokemon. You know, you get your Sylveon, get your Swoobat, get your Venusaur, yeah. and everyone's just gonna have nice Man. calm emotions. Mm-hmm. The applications of Pokemon are limitless. Honestly, yeah, like truly, we should they should be incorporating them into like, I mean, I guess you have to. Where's the line of like. Exploitation of like. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Like and how we've had this aware are they? How how can they give consent? Like, mm-hmm. you know, what what is the situation with that? Because if they're happy to do the work, that's fine. And I mean, that's kind of a question that comes up in general with like working animals. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like, like when is your service dog seems genuinely happy to be assisting you. Right. But it's it and is you're giving it a good quality of life right. and everything, you know. Mm-hmm. So I think that's the tr- I think that's like really the most important thing is like how don't be overworking them and give them. Well, a good so quality of life. this was I think something we came up against when we introduced the pet worthiness scale was that we were finding right. that often it was like it's the it's the Flintstones effect, mm, right? Yeah. Where when do we when do we switch is over good, into is it a good pet or is it a good replacement for an appliance? Right, like, like yes. it doesn't seem like you care about that tiny pterodactyl in your house. It seems like it's literally just a can opener to you, and right. like that's not great. Yeah. I don't love that's that. Not, that's right? not pet worthy. Yeah, but uh, I right. will but say, then when like, you think about it, there's like working dogs and stuff, like dogs that do like sheep herding, and it's like that's mm. clearly that's like a pet, but they also work with you, yeah. you know. And it's like yeah. actually for their mental health, they kind of need that kind of outlet to do that work. Right. And so there are cases where it works. There are entries, not specifically Venusaur or any of the other ones that we have talked about, but I'm pretty sure I have seen entries 
at the very least in Arceus about Machoke talking about how oh, yeah, specifically the labor they, can they and they enjoy it. They like to you, help out. They like yeah. to do construction. I, I was going to say Pokemon Legends Arceus broaches this subject really interestingly and and well. I think like one of the quests you get is to find a Machoke to help the construction core right mm. and like you, you find the the badoof and like right like oh these are being a problem but they seem happy to hang around here let's give them like work to do right that'll be fulfilling for them so I, I yeah think that's true it's one of the, one of the reasons i really liked Arceus is they they address that like pretty well pretty and the, directly. The, yeah they're trying to show the beginning of the sort of symbiotic relationship between humans and mm-hmm. pokemon and the end of the more mm-hmm. adversarial relationship that's kind of the whole thing is everyone's yeah. terrified of Pokemon when you first show up. And then it's like, well, here are all the ways they can help us. And also they right. seem happy to do it, right? For sure. Yeah. If it's something that they're like drawn to doing naturally and you're treating them in an ethical manner, then I don't think it's a problem. Yeah. But if you literally um, just have your Venusaur in a greenhouse and you're not letting it go anywhere, you just go in there right. to calm down. Well, like, this is the thing. Like eventually, like, you know, uh, capitalism infects ah, everything and everyone. Yes. And what is this the- is how we get... To- this is how we get to Team Rocket and Gold and Silver mm. hooking up electrodes right. to like power their radio frequency machine that's yep. forcing Pokemon to evolve and stuff. Yep. It's, yeah, it's, it's. I mean, that's a good know. point. It really, what it comes down to is that everything's in shades of gray, and you have to, you know, right. The I consent mean, it's all of about, po- like, you do have does... to consider the consent of the Pokemon is what it comes down to. Right. And even if they can't necessarily speak, they're clearly very intelligent, and you just have to kind of take it on a case by case basis, probably. I think yeah. so. Yeah, I mean, they probably all they have their own unique personalities. Like, I'm sure there are things that you know certain types enjoy or are drawn to doing as part of their like natural instinct. But yeah, you can't be like forcing them you, or overworking you know what I think? them. Or here's what? my here's my proposed solution. If mm. you want to have the beneficial effects uh, and sort of like ease and convenience of having a Pokemon, mm-hmm. uh, you have to catch and raise and care for that Pokemon. You can't just go to the store and say, I'm going to buy a Venusaur so that it'll soothe my yeah. mom. You know what I mean? That way it's like, you can't, work very you can't well. like have a capitalist system where we are selling these Pokemon as commodities. It's like, no, you have to establish mm-hmm. a relationship with this Pokemon. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. For sure, yeah. And that makes sense. But I do think that like there's still, still even <clears throat> possibilities for people to be like, not very knowledgeable or like still be like exploiting that pokemon you know what i mean like i feel like yeah. you almost need like a like a child protective services yeah type. a regulatory body of some kind yeah because right. that's uh, uh ash's charbander you know um had that that australian dude mm. was its trainer Charmander. before and he was not taking care of charmander no, he was doing right. a bad job. um so like you know there's 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 bad there's bad trainers and bad bad faith actors um, everywhere. Yeah. I mean, that's just so, the reality yeah. of the world. I wish it wasn't. I wish that yeah. everybody could... <laughs> I was going to say, think the way I think, but that's not really <laughs> what I mean. I just mean, like, be more, like, just caring and, and hopeful about things. Like, I don't know. I have yeah. a big beef with the idea that, like, people are naturally bad. Like, I don't think that's yeah. true. And I think that if everybody stopped thinking that was even an option, then we'd probably live in a better place. Like, if people didn't think to themselves, well, people are naturally bad, then... Yeah. I don't know. But that's just... That's a whole other thing. We don't need to get into that right now. Um, <laughs> if we could all hang out with Venusaur together yeah, and, and, be and have our emotions soothed. Exactly. Um, if we the, could the get... fragrant smell. Yeah, if we could get... I mean, I don't want to get too real here, but... <laughs> too we late. We could get world leaders into a room with some Venusaur and... 
Yeah. You know, maybe we could have a more calm discussion about what is best yeah. for the world that Venusaur doesn't involve killing people. Emissary of Peace. Yes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, love it. Love anyway, what's our next entry? Uh, our next entry <laughs> is Fire Red, which says, A bewitching aroma wafts from its flower. The fragrance becalms those engaged in a battle. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Get me those saying. world leaders in a room who are engaged in battle and becalm mm-hmm. them. Bewitch them with your Be- calming yeah, sensation. Bewitching is a, a little bit of a problem for me. <laughs> Cause I don't now think it's that big of a problem. Have you watched that show, into, Will? It's great. Now we're getting into the issues of consent in no, no, no. the other direction. Okay. Is Google well, Bewitch literally bewitching me? And I don't know. Does bewitching bewitch, have to be a negative connotation? First definition, number bewitching one. Bewitching is like, ooh, you look hot. You're bewitching. It says you know? enchant and delight someone. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, okay. The second definition does say cast a spell over nah. someone. But, you know. But again, is that necessarily a negative? Let's yeah. break down this anti-witch rhetoric that you've got going on. Okay? <laughs> okay, fair. Yeah. Yeah. But, Just saying. um... It is, it is, you know, to have your emotions altered, like, that is kind of a bewitching thing, but, like, like that's how brains work, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, like, that happens from other and pheromones like, and things, yeah. Yeah. Um, but it, it could definitely be, like, a, feel like a, a strange sensation. Mm-hmm. Um, but. Um, I've bewitched Will. True. <gasps> I was literally about to say that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but. Yeah, I've, I've, that's interesting. They they use the term bewitch and be calm um, <laughs> in this entry. In the same, yeah. Like someone, whoever was writing this has has been was doing some reading recently. Yeah, they were reading some like fantasy some th- stuff or something. Yeah, be calm, those engaged in a battle. But it's interesting because Venusaur is so big and hefty and strong looking. Mm. Like you, you normally think of it like taking taking part in battle, but it seems to be more often. Venusaur is a uh, diplomat. Yeah. Yeah, ending yeah. battles, um, which is cool. I love it. Love that for oh. you, Venusaur. Um, great, great fragrance. Um, mm-hmm. Now, kind of like we were talking about, I can definitely see people like making Venusaur fragrance into a Glade plugin or something like that. Totally, <laughs> yeah. Like, Doing some like yeah. messed up stuff oh to extract the scent from its flower. Mm-hmm. And... Will, it's like the thing we got for the kitties. Oh yeah, oh, yeah that's yeah. true. We had that, that like we had a diffuser that had like a mom cat pheromone in it to help them get along when we first got them because they're not from the same litter. Right. Um, but it was like yeah, this pheromone that causes them to play nice. Be calm. And calm yeah, it was down. like literally, it's like what mom cats send out so that all their kittens get along and don't view each other as a threat. Yeah. So so the Pokemon world needs like an FDA to basically make sure that. <laughs> If you are not, producing this fragrance yeah. for like plugins or whatever, that you're you're harvesting it, you know, ethically, ethically and sustainably, mm-hmm. yeah. like, because um, I remember definitely an early episode in the anime, um, Erica's gym in Celadon City. Erica's the grass leader. She's like mm-hmm. making and like producing like perfume based on like vile plume and, and glooms, huh. uh, notably poison smelly Pokemon. <laughs> Yeah, but I guess, but you know, I think that's how a lot of perfume works. That's like true. you can kind of synthesize um, weird stuff to to make it smell good. Um, yeah, like bad. ambergris. Yeah, I, I would I would assume Erica's doing it right, and I would assume that uh, she seems like she like cares Team Rock- about plant Pokemon. 
Team Rocket shows up to, I think, try and steal this idea somehow or, or some way, and um, they would, do they it would the not do it so so ethically. Yes. Um, but yeah, the the calming fragrance, bewitching aroma, um, telltale signs of, of a Venusaur. Mm-hmm. Um, love to see it and smell it. <laughs> um, yes. Would love to smell it. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, let's, should we do let's Emerald? Sure. I could stand All right, to be from time oh. to time. Sorry. No, it's okay. I just didn't hear what you said because I. I said I, I would love to smell it. I could stand to be becalmed from time to time. Yeah. yeah. Becalmed is an interesting phrase because I actually Googled it because I was like, I don't feel like that's the same. And it's specifically usually talking about like boats, like a sailboat yeah. getting stuck in an area that it can't really go because there's not enough like wind. It's possible that the uh, yeah, Pokedex writers verb. didn't know what they were talking about. <laughs> I mean, it's it's still, it still applies. But, you know, it's also, yeah, uh, leave uh, a sailing vessel unable to move through lack of wind, yeah. but also just kind of, like, motionless and still. Yes, um, so, so that still applies. Sort of calm. But. I just, when I went on my sailing trip, that happened to us. We got stuck. You were oh. becalmed? Yeah, it was kind of weird. Yeah. Did you get Anyways, cabin fever? No, we weren't becalmed for very long. It was like for like an hour or something. We just couldn't. We were just in a spot where there wasn't really a current and there wasn't really any wind. We just had to uh, wait until we drifted far. Didn't sing a song with any Muppets. (laughs) No, there were no Muppets on my sailing trip, sadly. Mm. Um, But back on to Emerald. Sorry. Uh, (laughs) Emerald says, Venusaur's flower is said to take on vivid colors if it gets plenty of nutrition and sunlight. The flower's aroma soothes the emotions of people. So it's literally the same as Ruby and Sapphire, just without commenting on the flower. Without the stupid, there's a flower on its back. Emerald's here to save, like, fixing (laughs) Ruby and Sapphire. Like, look, we we can just, we don't need all that. Yeah. and then I guess uh, we've got one one last entry. Yes. Diamond, Pearl, and Platinum says, After a rainy day, the flower on its back smells stronger. The scent attracts other Pokemon. Hmm. Ooh. That's okay, so first off, it's, I think it's, I mean, it makes sense, but it's, it's good to acknowledge, I suppose, that um, it's not just sunlight. Plants need water, too. So when it rains, it's, it's you know, it gets that nutrition as yeah. well. And its smell becomes more powerful. You get even more mm. calm. <laughs> But yeah. also it attracts Pokemon. This right. is a multi-purpose odor. Well, because it smells whatever smells best to you, right? So, like, it probably mm. smells good to other Pokemon as well. Okay, okay. <laughs> this, I've decided. This is, this this is canon is, now. This is not the canon. still holds. Alert. It is canon. <laughs> I've decided it's canon. That's called, I'm sure they'll back have, me up. It's what you call head canon. Mm. <laughs> Literally what that means. Mm, I don't know about that. I feel like it's just regular. <laughs> they, there is the move uh, Sweet Scent in Pokemon, True. which mm-hmm. you can use to, to, to trigger wild wild encounters. Yeah. Um, so yeah. this is this is Venusaur was one of the early adopters of that move, uh, presumably. <laughs> yeah. An early adopter, indeed. Yes. Um, maybe uh, was the inspiration for the move. Mm. You know, yeah, like maybe they probably. looked at how Venusaur does this, and we're like, how can we emulate that? Yeah, I, don't um, know. I know. I know there's definitely a couple other plant grass type Pokemon that have um, Pokemon attracting scents and stuff like that. Probably, um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, pretty straightforward entry. Mm-hmm. Um, as with most of these, pretty straightforward. Nothing like crazy. 
overwhelming yeah. or wild. Um, I will say it's, but but thankfully a little more diverse yes, than than they have. Exactly. Been. Yes. Um, so I didn't feel like. And we have this new information over and over again. Yeah. And we have this new information about how this smell smells like whatever smells good to you. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we're really like <laughs> going in on this. Huh? Um, I, I think that to... should be part of our definition. Our uh, entry. <laughs> that, that can be your your entry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna get you on board with this. It's real life. This is what it is. Yeah. Um, d- diverse entries though. Uh, a little disappointing that I it, they didn't tell me like how many feet of concrete its solar beam can can pierce. Um, yeah. Yeah, blast, we got no information like about its battling abilities throughout the yeah, entire thing. How powerful? Thing. I mean, it like, seems it's huge. Like Venusaur is a lover, not a fighter. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. Um. But the the entries don't don't say. But we do know that um, it it can pack a punch if it needs to. Um, hmm. Well, you do know. we know that? I mean, Ivysaur is undefeated. Uh, <laughs> Venusaur has is huge. It's it's seems you know. like a reasonable assumption. Yeah. 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 Solar beam. Pew 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 um, pew pew. I have to say, I really love this one image in here. The like one, the manga image that has it breaking out of a pot. It looks like. Yeah, it's like did somebody, was it hiding? I don't know. I need to read the know, comic but to find I out. I want but... to know now. <laughs> have to look up that one too. Um, it's right. It's here. Um, what do what do we think of of Venusaur? Um, smells smells great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the odor from Likes its flower is. Uh, pleasant and calming. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it and it follows the sun for energy. Yeah, I mean, we, we likes to bask in the sun and yeah, emits a powerful, calming aroma. Venusaur pleasant follows aroma. the sun and smells real good. Great doing it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> It's 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 got a real big mouth. <laughs> That's you know they didn't comment on that, and I think it's important to make note of. If you're gonna be like, it's got a big flower on its back, then you should also have one yeah. that's like, hey, that mouth it's is like, like four foot wide. <laughs> like you, you know how loud frogs are when they ribbit. Mm. Like imagine a two hundred and twenty pound frog that's six feet tall. Yeah, do it ribbit. Uh, Wow. It yeah, probably makes no some. Noises. I mean, it certainly goes like Venusaur. Yeah, it's got the deepest voice of all of them. But well, that um, makes sense. If uh, Super Smash beautiful. Bros. is to be taken as as canon, then it goes Venusaur. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, they all just say their names, right? Like that's like a thing, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Although, yeah, I. In in the games, they just make weird. Right. Yeah, they have their. Well, yeah, I know, but like in the anime, yeah. in the anime, they, they say their names. Yeah. 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 Unless you're Meowth and you teach yourself to speak. Yeah, what? Or you're Pikachu and you speak one time to Ash in a movie hmm. that freaked everybody yeah, out. Yeah, didn't love that. Uh, that was uh, Meowth yeah. learned to speak for love. Yes. What? Did you know that? No. Yeah. Yeah, it was uh, in love with another Meowth or person that had a human trainer. Mm. Like, that it's like had, this was like when Meowth was not, was just like wild and... Mm. It's like, oh, I'll, I'll impress this Meowth, other Meowth, um, 
by by talking like it's human does and, and learning human language. Oh, um, and then it just kind of freaked out all the other cats in the area. And, uh, and that was, is how Meowth got huh. pushed into a life of crime. It's actually a tragic story. So that story. Meowth is just like a genius Meowth, right? And like, then <clears throat> subsequently has betrayed uh, the rest of its kind by working with Team Rocket. It's a tragic story. Well, right? I mean, it seems like the rest of its kind rejected it yeah, also. Yeah, well, exactly. Talk, Tragedy. So. Yeah, uh, we can't get, we can't get into meows right now. Yes. Though. We've got we've got um, still still a bit to go through. Um, let's let's put some yes. points on this on this on this on this big lad. Um, oh yes, hmm. humanity. Hmm. Pretty low humanity. Yeah, uh, like a one. Bulbasaur was two. Ivysaur was one. Um, it's got it can soothe the emotions of people. Mm, that's a good point. Like, people can kind of do that, but yeah. I don't know if that's like a human thing. But is it purposefully calming people, or does it just do that? Yeah, I mean, it's definitely it's clear, got actually. some kind of connection we, with its flower. It might have direct control over its flower. We really don't know. We, we pushed this Emissary of Peace agenda onto it, but it never directly says that like it has a habit of doing this. It just right. says that it's the flower's aroma happens to do yeah, this. Yeah, I feel like it's more that it's just like a, bi- like a happy byproduct of its life yeah. <laughs> you know like it doesn't feel like it's purposefully going out to calm people okay. i don't know at any rate that's 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 more probably like a flower trait than a human trait honestly yeah um, i think so, i think I we're know, in I one think, territory I think, one? I think it's a one yeah yeah um deadliness is you know i think bulbasaur ivysaur went from one to two just by I nature mean, of its size and yeah. i think we can go up to three just because um i i think it could fit my whole head in there at least yeah uh, right it it's 220 you. pounds like that yeah. is makes it but again yeah it's they've given us nothing at all to indicate that it's dangerous I mean, so in, i think in that case. Yeah, so i think it can only go up to a three just because it's so big yeah um, okay three i mean pet worthiness pet worthiness it's still, still pretty high for me i think it's yeah. even higher than ever before maybe We've had we've been consistently high across the board, but I think they've, they've they were both ten before. Yeah, I, I think, think we keep it at a ten. Probably continues. Yeah, like because it's low maintenance. Yep. Yeah, uh, high low risk, high reward. Yeah, um, you get get that sweet Seems smell. All good. Yeah, uh, like there there's no downside to Venusaur. Not as that far they're as telling us tell. about anyway. Yeah, yeah, um, ten. ten. Pretty consistent maybe. rankings across the board for this evolution. Yeah. Chain. Pretty consistent entries, pretty consistent name meanings. Uh, that's that's Bulbasaur. You know, it's 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 an it's, early it's number one. one for a reason. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. This is set, set the formula exactly. for, for everyone else. Um, but uh, yeah, real Jesus. quick, uh, in in their own words, uh, Venusaur also appears in Pokemon Mystery Dungeon and and says fun things. Uh, well, at least one fun thing. Um, yeah, fifty one percent to one hundred percent HP. It says my flowers in bloom. Let me handle things. Okay, uh, thanks, Venusaur. Great. Which which implies like okay, it does handle things. I guess you yeah. Can, can trust it in a fight. Um, twenty six percent to fifty percent HP. My HP is down to half. One percent to twenty five percent. one percent to twenty five percent HP. I can't keep up. Um, which is uh different than talking about healing over um so that's yes. that's a change i get mm. and then when it levels up it says all right i leveled up <laughs> oh, wait no not even i all right leveled up so you those last it. three yeah. you could apply to literally any pokemon they went yeah. full generic yeah. on that one yeah mm-hmm. but at least they did something for the first one yeah um but that's this is just uh, the tip of the venusaur iceberg 
lettuce. Because uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, there, there are many depths yet to plumb as we uh, have two alternate, I guess, forms of, of Venusaur. Uh, yeah. First up, let's talk about uh, Venusaur's evolution, uh, Mega Venusaur. Ah! It's a little flower on its head, too. Little yeah, forehead, I've never seen this flower. one. Me neither, honestly. I don't. Yeah, think I've ever they. Oh, and more leaves too. And like vines. Cute. I think they only added it, like in Let's Go, Eevee mm. Pikachu. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I don't even. I don't think it was a natural one that was that appeared early on. But yeah, it's. I like it. It's good, but honestly, I feel like it's kind of weak as a mega evolution because mm. like it's not really that different. Like the the tree is bigger. It's got like two kind of smaller tree branches almost. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, the flower on its forehead is very cute. Um, yes. It's got some speckles back on its nose. Mm-hmm. Um, it's got vines hanging the, from the central flower. Yeah. Um, vines and it's, the, the bumps that, seem a little more pronounced. Yeah. Yes. Um, same number of teeth, though. Um, it's, it's only bigger. a little bigger. It's uh, 7 foot 10 inches um, and 342.8 pounds on average. Okay. So pretty pretty big not um, it gained not some much weight, taller but, didn't but get significantly much heavier yeah i mean there's a lot yeah. more vegetation going on up there and it seems maybe a little bit thicker mm. yeah um unfortunately though the single entry we have for it doesn't really tell us a whole lot but let's uh let's give it a give it a look at anyway uh all right so it says in order to support its flower which has grown larger due to mega evolution its back and legs have become stronger <laughs> okay i mean duh. which sure <laughs> the thing i like about this entry is that it could have been applied to any of Bulbasaur's evolution <laughs> yeah, exactly <laughs> like the flower gets bigger so its legs get stronger it's like yep yeah that tracks. So it's kind of how how that's kind of how we've we've uh, we've progressed so far. Um, yeah. yeah, Mega Venusaur. It's it's cool. Um, it's cute. But um, honestly, I don't think it quite compares to uh, the next form we're talking Gigantamax? about, which is Gigantamax oh, Venusaur. Oh my god! I don't think I've seen this either. <gasps> this rule. the biggest I boy. It. I love it. It's. So cool. That flower it's, has gotten out of control. Yes, it's it's great. I think it's a okay. So let's describe this. It's it's Venusaur, but huge. Mm-hmm. Um, the eyes are green, and the flower has like the 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 petals have all gotten bigger and longer and heavier, mm-hmm. so that they're hanging down over its eyes, almost like this kind of like canopy goth like emo like hair yeah, or like a yeah, big umbrella. Or like a umbrella or something like yeah i don't know i like it it's like a bowl cut meets i like also that it's like yeah. the yeah. central part this... where the like pollen and stuff would be has like grown more it's like sort of looks like mm-hmm. a, a crown up there yeah mm-hmm. it's like yeah more, more pointy and spiked um it's uh still a grass poison type it is 78 feet uh nine inches on average or, or 24 uh, meters so mm-hmm. uh pretty dang huge uh the weight is unknowable as is the case with all gigantamax pokemon we do not get a weight score because it's just too big yeah, yeah. how are you supposed to weigh that yeah i i think the design is is super cool i think it's very yeah i'm super different from what you might expect i saw some like early yeah. fan art of what a gigantamax venusaur people were posting like, early fan up before that had been released they're like oh here's what i think it would look like and it's like they basically just like the, make the tree bigger you yeah. know that's, that's yeah. that would be like 
what you would think to do, but I like yeah. that they went a totally different like track. Like all in on uh, the flower itself. Well, and I feel like it cool. kind of corresponds with how the flower, the actual flower that it's kind of based on looks. Because remember when we mm. look at it, it's like all you really see are the petals. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they're like huge. And the they're pushing down even like the like the palm tree leaves yeah. under it too. Right. So it was kind of formed like this weird kind of coat on its back too. It looks great. Yeah. Um, also, its eye has gotten a little bit angrier because now we have bottom lid action. So it's like its yeah. eyes are more triangular. It looks more sleepy bottom. to me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's like, why like did it. you wake me up? <laughs> <laughs> I also like that we have these vines visible mm-hmm. all the time because, like, mm. I know those vines come out with like certain moves. With, yeah. like, Venusaur and Bulbasaur and in them, Ibisaur, but, like, yeah. they're just kind of out right now, and I like them. They're kind of yeah, a fun art. look, and the coloring is um, nice. Because I think it's, it's primary, it's big, like, G-Max move is, uh, uses the vines. Right. Um, Makes do, sense. Do big, big smashing. Um, the big yeah. smashing. But, yeah. So we got uh, two entries here from, yes. from Sword and Shield. So we got uh, a little more to go on than, than Mega Venusaur. So let's right. dive right in. All right. So Sword says, in battle, this Pokemon swings around two thick vines. If these vines slammed into a 10-story building, they could easily topple it. <laughs> well, fuck. Oh, has, this, has this happened? <laughs> Seems like. I mean, I love that they do this. They always do this. There's, they're not saying a building. They're like a 10-story building, specifically. Yeah. Would a 12-story mm-hmm. building be toppled? I feel like, yes. Maybe not easily. Just yeah, like, what's, topple why it. don't you tell us, like, it's it's max topple, like, limit. Like, why are we talking about how, the one I could easily right. topple? If like, it can easily topple a tower of blocks. If, you right. Know? If it can yeah. easily topple a 10-story, then I feel like if you slam those vines into a building of basically any size... Do you know what I mean? Like it's gonna yeah, knock over. is gonna be at least support for any story building. Right. Exactly. Yeah, I guess if it's like I mean, a, maybe a it's like the rating of the or... materials is higher on like you know what I mean? Like sure. maybe a ten story building, they're not using like the super super strong yeah, <laughs> supports sure, sure. for it. And like if, if you get to a fifty story building, it's like different construction. If Venusaur slams its vines into the Burj Dubai, what would happen? Mm. I guess I don't depends. know what that is. It's the it's tallest really building tall in the building. Dubai. Yeah. Okay, yeah, that's I don't remember now. Uh, um, I don't know. Probably bad stuff. I guess it kind of depends where it hits it, how's it hit, mm. you know? Yeah, if it goes for the bottom, Jenga style. Yeah, yeah. Yes. topple the whole thing. Exactly. Um, it's on its face kind of a, a like, uh, a wow, wowie zowie entry, but mm-hmm. honestly, like, it doesn't seem that impressive considering Gigantamax Pokemon. Like, anything that's 78 feet tall yeah, is gonna knock true. over yeah. a 10-story building. It's almost as tall as an eight, a 10-story building. Yeah, <laughs> like, that's a good point. Like, so it's honestly not that impressive, but it, it is cool. I mean, it's impressive uh, in that, that it guess, is that big, but yeah. yeah. But, and I guess it's, it's yeah. got the vines. The vines alone are, are that big and strong. Right. They can do this, so that's, that's cool. Um, yeah, like, what if you ran into it, you know? That would be... Yeah even different i don't know anyways those vines have some heft behind them yeah yeah i like them they're cool yeah um it makes me kind of want to play sword and shield again so i can get a venusaur Mm -hmm. yeah same uh, i definitely fell off of that one yeah it's not as uh not as i have a hard time with traditional pokemon games to be honest yeah um but that's the magic yeah the, the gameplay loop isn't isn't as uh hooky as uh legends rc is for sure mm, mm-hmm. um, this is blasphemy 
I don't. I'm not, uh, I, don't I don't disagree. I'm just saying, like all of the hardcore Pokemon fans out there. <laughs> hey, I just Sorry. personally have a hard time with original Pokemon games because I just I don't have the patience to like grind a whole team to get them to like the yeah. level they need to be and stuff. I just for me it's that's a very too dated. Much work. I mean, honestly, <laughs> you're, you're you're preaching to the choir here. I just uh, yeah, you know. I'm just <laughs> commenting on the Others fact are going to be like, how could you? Uh, right, yeah. But <laughs> yeah, those people already probably listen to our podcast and are like, what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> and somehow they've, they've lasted this long, yeah, yeah. despite our blasphemous exactly. ways. If they're still with us, then it's fine. Yes. <laughs> um, um, should we read Shield? Yes. <clears throat> Shield says... Huge amounts of pollen burst from it with the force of a volcanic eruption. Whoa. Breathing in too much of the pollen can cause fainting. Oh, no. Wow. Okay, that this is, is all new information. That is so evocative. Like, can you imagine that much pollen? Just like, boom. Out of this 80-foot like, tall Pokemon. How could you not <laughs> breathe in too much of it? Right. And well, and I'm. it's yeah. like, this is the funny thing about Gigantamax Pokemon is that we always see them in the context of, like, an arena fight. <laughs> yeah, like, it's well, like, everyone's going to pass yeah, out and miss the fight. there are people all over, and you're saying that the pollen's going to come out of it with the force of a volcano. Like, <laughs> this entire arena is going to sleep. I mean, I think the arenas have some, like, you know, force field technology or something i mean i hope so <laughs> they would have to but i'm well, pretty but what sure about I... the trainer the trainer's standing right there well and you know? okay um, i gotta say speaking of gigantamax pokemon explicitly gigantamax gengar mm-hmm. or yeah. wait was that mega gengar one of them was like it'll oh, attack its trainer it doesn't care like what? it'll yeah yeah specifically they well, say like it is not anymore. a fr- like the trainer is not safe yeah, sorry, uh, Gengar canceled. But like, that's the whole thing. The whole point is that you've like bonded with your Pokemon, and you can trust. It better them, be a and, like, real good build... bond if you got Gengar. Gengar, though. Gengar, oh, Gengar's yeah. bad news. <laughs> I, I mean, according to the Pokedex, you know they 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 they're very prescriptive in their entries. Like, but I, I can't imagine all Pokemon are exactly as described. Also, Gigantamax uh, Gengar was people. like, "You'll hear the voices of the dead from beyond its mouth." <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's oh. it's its mouth is a portal to, 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 to hell. Death, to yeah. the land wow, of the dead. that's fascinating. Yeah. It's bad. Uh, yeah, it's, Gengar it's is so cool. Uh, yeah, if you if you haven't listened to all of our episodes, not you specifically, Cal, but anyone, like, because <laughs> I definitely haven't. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're you're good. But if, if if anyone's out there listening and just jumped in later on, definitely go back to the to the ghastly, the ghastly chain uh, is Gengar truly. Unhinged, just some real, yeah. <laughs> some real bonker yeah. stuff in there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, vol- volcanic pollen eruption. Uh, you love mm. to see it. Um, just don't breathe in too much if you can avoid it somehow. <laughs> if but you, yeah, bring your maybe bring it, your gas mask. Maybe it doesn't disperse like super rapidly. Well, um, I'm reading this other thing that you have on here. It yeah, says, we, we can read through these too. Yeah. Yeah. So it says enormous amounts of pollen erupt from its blossom. The flower on the Pokemon's back spews so much pollen that it resembles a volcanic eruption. Inhaling the pollen can cause uncontrollable sneezing, and breathing in too much of it can even cause fainting. However, the pollen also stimulates plant growth. Places where the pollen falls are said to grow thick with large plants. That's so cool. That's sick. Right? That's great. Um, um, that's uh, that's from the, the, the Pokemon Sword and Shield website. Mm. Uh, when they first announced Gigantamax uh, Venusaur, they, they had I some extra see. info. Yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, so it'll it'll give you like super allergies, but it'll also yeah. make plants grow like like 
What is this? Is this is the good? What's Paul the cultural like, touchstone? Like the, I'm looking. I guess we just watched Princess Mononoke. Yeah, the spirit of the yeah. forest. Yeah. Like, um, but yeah, unfortunately, I don't think there's too many like Gigantamaxing, Dynamaxing. Like that, that's a that's a, it's a a phenomenon that has to be kind of triggered. Yeah. Um, with like human. But that certainly seems like it could have some some real applications, though, right? I mean. If you're yeah. trying to like jumpstart yeah. the growth of a forest or something, mm. mm-hmm. yeah, absolutely, yeah, that could be really like that could be world amazing. Yeah, if you're like, yeah. well, we've we've like decimated this old growth forest through logging, and it's like it takes hundreds of years to get a forest back to old growth state. It's like, well, yeah. we could we could accelerate that process somewhat with. Yeah. Uh, well, and then even thinking about like areas that are like you know deserts or something that didn't used to be deserts you know that like places that have just had like immense climate change problems like that could be it's like that is like a um it's like a it spirals right because it's like the less plant Mm -hmm. growth Mm -hmm. there is Mm -hmm. the less root systems there are the less water can be retained in the soil and then you you Mm -hmm. get more and more deserty and the soil blows away and so it's like right. if you have something yeah. that can stimulate plant growth like this, that's a game changer. Yeah, I mean it changes a lot, like river patterns and stuff too. You know, sorry, I interrupted yeah. you, Braden. Oh, you're good. Um, it's just those are always my favorite parts of, of like David Attenborough documentaries mm. and stuff, where he talks about at the end, it's like, well, if we actually just you know protected this range like they've done here in this region, like life has totally come back to this reef and like it's it's flourishing now right um, just like through some pretty basic protection yeah, it doesn't like, actually take that much like, what did i i was just cool listening to, to a podcast where they were talking about going and seeing the hoover dam and sort of how incredible that is just as like mm-hmm. a human accomplishment and the way they mm-hmm. described it where they were like going there is like oh yeah if we all like we're determined we could have nice things like we could have <laughs> we could have like a light rail and like you know it's like we've oh accomplished God, really? incredible things as a species we just need to actually focus ourselves oh. on the things that are good well yeah. it all if comes we did back that, to capitalism yeah if, if we did that then some incredibly rich people might not be quite as incredibly rich right. as they were before and we can't allow that. solar energy is is so so cheap that they lose money on it so they won't invest in it so yeah it's ridiculous anyway we gotta we gotta uh there's there's one more oh, yeah. one more little snippet uh, from the website here about it's uh, the massive massive blossom i guess the power of gigantamaxing has made venusaur's flower bloom so large that it covers the pokemon's body the flower's petals are extremely thick and springy enough to repel half-hearted attacks <laughs> like, heck yeah uh, during battle, the Pokemon uses these petals as a shield and swings its two thick vines around to attack its target. Heck I, yeah. I love this because they're like covering so much of its body. Like, of course, it, and they're like, they look super thick. And yeah. I like yeah. that they're actually dense enough that they can repel attacks right. and yeah. protect its vines, which do the real fighting, you know. <laughs> That's pretty it's cool. Like, the, yeah, it's, it's straying into like Blastoise territory, you know, like mm. it's got a shell almost. Yeah. Yeah. Petal shell. Yeah, which is so cool because you don't typically think of that with like a lot of grass type Pokemon. But you can right. see how like if it sort of like laid down on its belly, then it's the, oh, yeah. the petals would come down almost to the ground, right? Yeah, and it would it's be like, like uh, fully mm. turtled. Yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, that's and cool. The vines are still poking out under there, and it can just whack stuff with the vines. Seems like it would <laughs> be. I want to see some like. I mean, I know that's literally the entire thing with Sword and Shield is basically kaiju battles, but it's still <laughs> yeah. like a Pokemon battle where they take turns and use their moves. It would be fun to see like a, you know, Gigantamax Venusaur versus Gigantamax. I don't know who would be a good. Blastoise, Blastoise right? Say. Yeah, and, and and just see the sort of uh, kaiju style battle. Yeah, yeah. Good. I guess I should probably watch the anime. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah. Uh, sorry, Mega Venusaur Gigantamax um, had a lot more info and is just a, a lot cooler. Just a, yeah. just a bit cooler. I'm yeah. obsessed. Um, but. We should we should wrap things up. Yeah. Uh, that's that's gonna do it for for Venusaur. Um, thanks so much for joining us, Callie. It's been uh, so fun to have you on the show. Genuine with us. pleasure. Oh my gosh. Yeah, it's yeah. been awesome. Let me come back some other time, or not let yeah. me invite me back. I don't know. Whatever. I'd love to come <laughs> back. Is all for I'm sure. saying. Um, yeah, and quick, real quick, I want to shout out yeah. um, uh, an email we got. Oh, yeah. uh, from from a, from a listener talking about you know Bulbasaur and how much uh, she likes the show and including uh, Callie's episode on Bulbasaur. Um, yeah. So th- thanks so much, uh, Croy, for writing in. Um, you, you showed us that, that cool uh, Bulbasaur comic. Very cute. Uh, Very sweet. Uh, yes. Very so cute. Also, I'm gonna yeah. have to listen to that ASMR. I haven't yet, but I, I love scrolled, ASMR. I scrolled through the video. It's it was like on the official Pokemon YouTube channel, like okay. in, in Japan. So like it's, I, I was scrolling through it a bit and it's actually, we should, uh, we should link it in the show notes. I'll link that. Um, I'll link the the comic as well. It's it was posted on the Bulbasaur propaganda Tumblr, ah. but it's by an artist named uh, what is it? Your uh, Kusasu uh, Giruneko on Twitter. Um, with, but I'll I'll link to all of that as well. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, thanks thanks so much for 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 writing in. Um, if you would like to write in to our show, the the email is uh, go beyond the ball at gmail.com. Um, you can also hit us up on, on Twitter and Facebook at go beyond the ball. Um, yeah. Thank you so much uh, for listening. And yeah. We, um, thank you. we love doing the show and we would do it anyway, but it's really, <laughs> really, uh, every time we get, we get a uh, communication from, from people who are enjoying the show. It's just, uh, such it's a treat. Fun. Very fulfilling. Yes. It's exciting. Um, it makes us very it. happy that you enjoy the show. So thanks for reaching out. Yeah. Um, yeah, I guess, I guess I'll, I'll, I'll thank PokemonDB.net and Bulbapedia and Serapy, you know, while, while we're in a thankful mood right now, because um, <laughs> they do great work as well. But uh, we are going to be talking about a brand new Pokemon uh, next episode. I don't, I don't mean brand new like from Scarlet and Violet, but brand new in that we don't know what it's going to be. We'll onto a new chain. It's going to sound like this. And it's going to be a great time, and we hope you join <laughs> us um, and have fun as well. Um Callie, thanks again. Was there anything you wanted to, to shout out or, or plug? Yeah, I mean, uh, sure. If you guys want, you can follow my Instagram. It's at Mayday Illustration. It's like all one word M A Y D A Y Illustration. Um, I don't post a lot, I'm going to be honest, but that's where I put my drawings when I do draw. So if you yeah. are interested in that, you can go check it out. Um, yeah, but thanks a, for having so, me, guys. Absolutely, yeah. Um, let's do it again sometime. Uh, yeah. My name I'm is around. Will. Your name's not Will. Will. <laughs> Hold on. Wait. Who, are, who am I? Your name I? is Brayden. Uh, am, I, am I 31 or 30? I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs>
Um, my name is, in fact, Brayden. My name is, in reality, Will. <laughs> my name is Callie. Go beyond the ball. In fact. In the truth. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Ha, 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 ha.